the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Is everything as it seems? It, it Did the CIA do this, this Russia coup thing? I mean, how does Putin let this guy off the hook? Is he going to whack him? Uh, forgive me, uh, using the Italian phrase there. But but what's going on? Or, or, or is Putin really losing control in Russia, sir? Well, it, it, it was a stunning surprise, certainly, the armed rebellion that took place, led by Fergozin. He was motivated in doing it because... You know, he's been ranting for months against Putin, uh, claiming that, and I think quite accurately, claiming that the war had no justification. Uh, there was, Ukraine had not done anything to warrant an invasion, and Putin was lying about the reason for it, saying that the Ukrainians were Nazis and he had to put down the Nazis. The second thing he's been ranting and raving about is that the Russian military is incompetent and it's been failing under the leadership of the Minister of Defense and their military chief, General Gerasimo. But then what happened is as a result of these rantings, uh, you know, he's had a close personal association with Putin. So our audience understand he, they both grew up in St. Petersburg and when Putin was in power, uh, Bogosin was his caterer. And he actually catered the function that George Bush attended. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Putin was in prison for nine years for armed robbery during the 80s. And when he came out, he opened up a hot dog stand, which grew into a restaurant, which grew into a catering business. And he got these lucrative contracts from uh, Putin's government, uh, which made him into the beginnings of a wealthy man. And then he grew into a a mercenary private firm with huge contracts also from the government. So he became very powerful and successful in Syria and also in Africa. And then when the war was going badly in Ukraine, Putin uh, asked the Wagner group, which he heads up, uh, to get into the fight. So, But they fought better than the military. He's very critical of it. And it, it was amazing that that he could be so critical of Putin for months. And then finally, Putin decided to take some control here and put him underneath the supervision of the Ministry of Defense, who Boghossian hates and believes is incompetent. Well, that would mean then that Boghossian, who has an independent private company, now working for the Minister of Defense, would lose his political and military influence. And secondly, they told him he can no longer recruit his his members from prisons and as a result of that that was the catalyst for the start of the rebellion and the rebellion began it didn't last very long it it ended just as surprisingly as it started it ended prematurely what happened is Pagosin was counting joe on support for 
from a lot of the military generals who also did not agree with how well the war was run, particularly a guy by the name of Sarah Vulcan, who is, has some prominence inside Russia. And he did not come to Pagosa's side. And as a result, as a matter of fact, almost immediately, he announced his loyalty to Putin. So none of the Russian military defected and came over to Pagosin. So that means he miscalculated. He then made a phone call into Putin's headquarters and talked to his chief of staff, which alerted them that he probably was looking for a deal. And then Putin asked Lukashenko, who's the president of Belarus, a stooge for Putin, to work out a deal. We don't know what the real specifics of the deal were, but we know that uh, Pagosin is supposed to go to Belarus in exile. We don't know where he is. He's got houses in different places in Europe and uh, and also in the Middle East. He's likely in one of those, I suspect, but we'll find out. What happens to the Wagner group, you know, his 25,000 people, uh, remains to be seen, whether they'll keep them together as a group or demobilize them. Uh, they don't have loyalty to Putin or to Russia. These are mostly prisoners who are being paid to fight, uh, much more than what soldiers are being paid. So their loyalty is not to Russia and I don't think they they necessarily have loyalty to any one person. It's it's about a about a paycheck. So we'll see what happens. But Pagosin miscalculated Joe, and Putin is weakened as a result of it. I mean, he had an armed rebellion uh, by a relatively small force compared to the million side million man army yeah. he has to yeah. capture two cities and got within 150 miles of, of Moscow. Uh, that is absolutely stunning. So. You know, he projects strength and the image of Russia as being very stable. And both of those uh, issues were certainly weakened as a re- result of this. It's scary. And you, I thought I saw you on TV over the weekend, General Keene, saying, uh, the, yeah, 25,000 of the Wagner group. Uh, but but uh, uh, Putin's got hundreds of thousands in, in the army. Correct me if I'm wrong. And he could have shut it down. But apparently, and what's curious is that that uh, Prigozhin got that far up toward Moscow. Uh, that Yeah, well, uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is one of the things that certainly insiders and the elites and, and others, you know, who are part of Putin's power base are looking at and saying, this is a real serious failure of internal security forces wow. in permitting something something like this to happen. So that also will weaken him, and, and Putin will likely deflect blame. He's going to find some head to roll. Uh, he's going to remove somebody, oh you know, for, for that, kind, that kind of failure, uh, to be sure, go, going forward. This is going to – we haven't seen the end of the story. We're going to hear from Pogosin again because he loves the microphone – and we'll find out more about what the deal actually is. Did they pay Pagosin some money? Likely they did, because that's one of his major motivators. And if he was going to work for the Minister of Defense, he would have lost a lot of money uh, in that in that deal. So we'll see. But yes, uh, Putin is weakened as a result. But I think what he's going to do, he knows if he, to stay in power, he's got to do better in Ukraine. I think he's going to focus on that. Mm. Uh, with everything, with everything he has, he's he's all about staying in power and preserving the preserving his regime. That is what his prime motivator is. And you know, if he loses power, he could also lose his life. So yeah. that's quite a motivator. 
But and so where does that lead us in the nuclear front? Because I, now are are the nuclear weapons going to Belarus? Uh, uh, Pedrojin's going yes. to. Please, Those yes. Those are tactical nuclear weapons. Yes, uh, and I've been talking to defense officials, and of course, what our government was concerned about with all of this going on is Russia gets destabilized, and what happens to the nuclear weapons? What we were monitoring is we want those nuclear weapons to stay in the hands of the professional military that Putin has who are in charge of those strategic and tactical nuclear weapons. And and so there's been no change to that. But there's no goodness here uh, for the United States. A destabilized Russia that gets fragmented uh, and the chaos that would come from that, given the fact they've got 6,000 nuclear weapons, is a very dangerous situation for the world and also for the United States. And does this does uh, this Pergrogian guy, uh, the the Wagner uh, head, does he work with the CIA? I mean, you don't know. I mean, it, that, that that that's just me being cynical, uh, trying not to be conspiratorial, General. But does he work with the CIA? Does this, no, because it would, no, it would no. nothing like that? Because it seemed perfect. Let's take down Putin, and we'll use uh, the Wagner group to do it. No, no. I mean, it's certainly those. Those theories can be out there. There's, there's no evidence to support that. And listen, okay. that this guy is it, it, it is a thug and a killer. I mean, his people they rape young girls, they uh, they rape older women, they torture uh, and 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 kill uh, non-combatants. They kill their own people. They assassinate their own people if they won't fight. If they were doing human wave attacks into machine guns over and over again. We estimate he lost close to 20,000 people doing something like that. And th- this is a brutal thug Jeez. and a killer. Wow. And there is, there's no goodness here. And, and I, I, would, yeah. I cannot see the United States, uh, any agency, working with him for any reason. Yeah, General Jack Keane, before we let you go, sir, this guy, uh, Progosian, if I may, he was, a, he was in prison for nine years. He ran a hot dog stand, became a caterer. This guy, and then he gets close, and and now he's uh, a a dangerous uh, guy uh, leading this Wagner group. Only in Russia, I guess, General, huh? Yeah, you got that right. I mean, we usually have these stories to talk about America, how you can come from nothing, you know, to to some degree of prominence. But uh, we don't give any any acclaim to the path that this guy followed because he's, Uh, you know, think of, I mean, he's a. Basically, he's morally corrupt and he's a criminal. At the end of the day, that that's yeah. who we're, that's who we're really dealing. It's not surprising that yeah. he and Putin became good friends. I mean, I think they're of like mind and like yeah. character. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.